So, Nigel, on the last episode, right at the end, we started talking about, well, there's two things. We started talking about the way that we record these podcasts, but we also started talking about your message and how you can use it to make yourself memorable and all that kind of stuff. Um, And you said you've got some kind of system for that bit. Well, what happens for most people is, do you have a statement that says something about you that people can remember, or do you have a catchphrase or something? Now, for a long time, before you probably even knew me, on stage I used to do two things. One, I would do a hug process, where I'd have the whole audience hugging each other. Okay. Or I would finish by putting a wooden pointed arrow in someone's neck. The problem is, if you do those two types of things, that's all they remember from your conference. Yep. If your service is very wacky, and the only thing they remember is, you know, if you're an estate agent, and the day of completion, you send someone a demolition set that says, you know, if you want us to not have knockdown prices come to us, and you send someone a bulldozer, or the equivalent of, that's all they're going to remember you for. Yep. So you need to think about... What's your lasting memory memory going to be for people that they're going to hold on to? So very often, you know, when we thank a conference organiser or we thank clients, we either send chocolates or we send flowers, but we often send it to their home address. We don't send it to the conference. Yeah. So they get home from a very busy conference. Most speakers in the old days would take a box of chocolates or we'd take flowers and we'd make a show to let everyone know how brilliant we were and we'd give it to them there, and then we'd think, well, how great we are. The problem is, now we're doing it, so we want to receive something from it. Mm -hmm. We're trying to get something from the process. Yeah, it's conditional. What we want to do is that, so when someone comes back home, when they get there, there's something there that's special for them. So the last thing they remember is, oh my God, how cool, Nigel sent us these flowers. He remembers we like those flowers. Which, if I go back to something that I've learned over the time. And I didn't learn many things from a speaker's boot camp I was on recently. But I learned one great thing. That the reason why you want to get your fees before completion is if you wait till after the deal is completed and then you are chasing for your fee, the only thing they remember you for is chasing, you chasing your fee. For the, yeah, exactly. I want them, when I finish being on stage, remembering my last line, my last video, the arrow process, whatever it is, instead of one of my team ringing up people saying, you know, he's never been paid. Uh, and then they get, then you get asked, well, can you send us a copy of the invoice? Then you have to send a copy of the invoice. Now we're pissed off. They're annoyed. And now we're chasing them. So your last defining statement must be something that's a reflection on you and that shows them who you really are. Yeah. So I often will finish with a poem, a self-deprecating joke, and sometimes I go a little bit spiritual. And in these last eight or nine episodes we've done, we've had a bit of a spiritual theme. And I finished a conference to a very weird group. And my, I closed with, what I would like you to do is to drink, steal, swear, and lie. <laughs> now, you can imagine what went through people's minds. The same as what's going through your mind right now. The guy's lost the plot. 
you know, obviously... I'm actually thinking, what was the event and who are the audience? But there you go. Well, it, it was, strange enough, it was for local councillors, parishioners, and it was a very cool event of registrars and wedding registrars. Okay. It, but that, that was my last line. Now, if I hadn't have added the, the bit that went with it, the last thing I heard is, and I quoted by saying, the four values our organisation work with is to drink, steal, swear and lie. Now, if I hadn't have gone one stage further, can you imagine an audience going, strange fella, he did some weird stuff and uh-huh. he told us that was it. Now, you need to remember that what you meant to say, and we spoke about it before, that there's the speech we wanted to give, the speech they gave, the speech they heard, the speech we think they heard, yep. that you need to be aware your last letter, the last thing we do on completion, is what they remember. Yeah. So I finish with, what I like you to do is to drink, still swear and lie. And you watch the audience thinking a bit weird. And I said, what you need to do from today is to drink from the fountains of knowledge that are constantly flowing into our books and libraries. All great leaders are readers. So we need to do a bit more education. And then sometimes I might even talk about the podcast and, and I put the podcast yeah. logo up. We need to swear to make this the best day of our life because you never know if it's going to be your last. This is not a dress rehearsal for the rest of our lives. Having had a major health scare, as everyone knows, I'm not waiting for Sunday Isle. Yeah. This is my moment. You need to steal a little time each and every day to do something for someone else, even when you know you won't get credit. Give us gain. So are you giving enough to people? And then when you lie down in bed, thank your God or your higher power that you've got dreams and you can make them possible. And then you watch the whole audience soften. Yeah, because you've now given them a context to those words and it's become funny and everything and, else. And then they start remembering it and then people say, so what was that drink still swearing on? And then they explain it. Yeah. Or you leave with a funny video. But you've got to find something that defines who you are so they get the essence of Neil Martin. They get the essence of your estate agency. They get the essence of your printing business. Instead of they get your bill. Yep. They get your feet. We'd like a fi- we'd like feedback from you. Now, what you're really saying to people is, we would like to do a cheap training exercise. So, we'd like you to tell us how we can be better. So, you're actually asking them to make you better. That's not that's not the message you want to leave them. No. We're not sure we're very good. So, could you tell us how we could improve? Yeah. So, be aware that your last defining statement that they walk out of your office with, or they move into their new home with or you deliver a speech, they're going to walk out of that room with that statement. So sometimes you want to remind them why today's important. Yeah. What are they going to be doing different? But it's got to be you. I think, yeah, I think it's also people will acknowledge unusual things depending on how you deal with them. So I'll give you a really good example on this. I, not that long ago, um, had a thank you card come through the post which was a thank you for a refund now how many people send thank you cards for refunds now there were circumstances as to why the refund was made right but this card basically said thank you i can't remember the exact words but it basically said thank you for the refund and it shows the integrity of what you say you do and what you actually do because there was to be completely frank there was no necessity to give the refund but morally, ethically, for the situation the person was in, it was the right thing to do, right? So we gave the refund. But they actually took the effort, because of how it was handled, to send a thank you but note But you know the why they did that? It's because for every other situation, 
the, you know, the, do you remember the old days? If you bought something from Marks and Spencers, you could just take it back. So yeah. you bought stuff from Marks and Spencers because you just knew it wasn't much of a hassle. Exactly. You know, when you buy stuff online, for a lot of businesses, it's very easy. You don't have to worry about what you're doing. For too often now, we make it complicated because of a process you've got exactly. to fill in. No, exactly. And and that's what this was. It was like, a, hang on a minute, I just want to acknowledge the way this has been handled kind of thing. And I, it's it's exactly your point. It's how you do everything is how people remember you. And the last thing you do is the thing they remember the most. And any presentation, they'll remember the beginning and the end. The stuff that's in the middle, you know, yeah, there'll be bits of it, but the, the, the biggest focus is the end, right? It's that how did you leave me feeling at the end? Of, it's not even what you said. How was I feeling? At well, the you end know of the Maya Angelou quote. Yeah, people care much more about how they feel more than what you've done for them. Exactly. So the question for everyone today on this podcast is: What memory are people being left with when they have a transaction with you? Yeah, what's the feeling? That, well, so I, yeah, let's do it two ways. What's the feeling they've current they're currently getting, and what's the feeling you want them to have? Okay, so we did an exercise with people that was called "Why do people buy from you." Okay, and so we do this process quite often, and I wasn't going to go there, but I've started, so I will. Yep. And very often, the reason they come to you is not the reason you think. Yep. So you know the reason that somebody comes to you is they've they're normal people can't do it, or there's been an issue. And then one of the questions we ask them is, what problem did you have before you came to us? Yep. What problem are you currently facing? Yep. And when you finish with us. Did we solve the problem? Yep. Now, what's interesting is that we often think people are coming to us because we're special. They're coming to us because everyone else has let them down. So I did a massive conference recently, and so I said, what made you come to me? Well, you were the only speaker who was available that day, <laughs> which was a great leveller, okay? Yeah, absolutely. So it doesn't matter all the marketing I've done, and just for the record, we've done 42 bloody episodes of this podcast, and we've done all this stuff. The only reason they came to me was because other people let them down. Now the question is, did we deliver what we said and how are things better for you now? Yes. The question is, however good you think you are, there's someone around the corner about to start their business Mm -hmm. and they're desperate for you to mess up. Yep. And when you mess up, they're going to be going elsewhere. See, what people will do is they'll let you mess up once, but it's how you handle the mess up. Absolutely. Do you know what? You're so right. So much of life in general, not just business, life in general, is about communication and conversation. So much of it is. You know, we're okay with people getting stuff wrong depending on how they handle it. And they own it. And they take responsibility for it. And all of, all of those kinds of things, you know. But if, a bit like earlier today, and you know, we, this is probably the last episode we're going to record today, but I think it was the second episode we recorded today, actually we had to do twice because it didn't record properly, right? And all I did was say, hey, look, my bad, it didn't record properly. That meant it was okay, we can do it again. Now, what could I have done? If I was, if I operated the way some other people do, I might not even have told you. We might just have skipped that episode. And by the time the episodes came out, you wouldn't even know that we'd missed one because we don't remember what we've recorded. I can't tell you what we were doing two hours ago. But that goes back to that fear of culture, that if the fear is he'll be disappointed, he won't speak to me again, he'll never come back to that, all that other stuff. Yeah. But it was handled in a professional way. We all mess up. 
Let's deal with it. Let's acknowledge it. Let's move on. And, that, and that's the point. It's that ownership. It's that responsibility. It's dealing with things in the right direction, etc. Um, you know, I had a, a business situation in the back end of last year. Um, not going to go into all of the detail of it, but I, I made an exit from my own business. There were certain clients who were expecting to be engaged with me within a few days of me leaving that I made a point of contacting them all personally. Because it felt like the moral and ethical and right thing to do. And I got a lot of thank yous for doing it. Again, I didn't have to do that. They would have found out one way or another. But for me, with my values, with my culture, that was the thing to do, right? Um, and all, the, the, all of those clients, because they resonate with my culture, were thankful for the fact that I've done it. And that's, and that's the important point. It's like, you know, I know we've talked about culture and responsibility and a few different things over this batch of episodes. But I think as we tie it up, that, that, that is so critical. But it's that's like, no different. You, it's no what you stand for, isn't but it? But it's no different to when we finish every episode and we say to people, so what are you going to do? Not what are we going to do? What are you going to do different? How do we support you? Absolutely. And if we can support you, ask. We're available. And if you don't want support, don't ask. Yep. It's, it's not that complicated. But what we don't want to do is to harass you for next week. I mean, we don't want to harass you for all these things, but we do want to let you know what's available. Yep. And there's a difference between advising people and sharing with people than driving people mad. Absolutely. Absolutely. So on that basis, we are going to be doing a live event in November. <laughs> we would like your feed forward. We would like five stars. Because, you see, there's sometimes where you've got to drum it into people what you want. Because if you don't tell people what you want, you don't get it. But there is a point which says people will do it in their own time. So we're available if you want to email us, you want to Instagram us, you want to Facebook us, LinkedIn, if there's a message you want us to clear something up. But more importantly, what we want you to do more than anything else in the world is to do something. Absolutely. And just picking up on the whole your best year starts here live, Yeah, if you're actually listening to this and you have events of your own where you think, do you know what? I don't know if I can get to your best year starts here live because I want to bring like 50 people from my team but I might want an hour of this or two hours of this for my team, then, you know, reach out and we can have that conversation too. Doesn't mean we're available, but we can have the conversation. But Neil probably will be. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But Nigel's just put our feeds up in one of these recent episodes. So you know. anyway, thank you for tuning in and we will catch you next week. You best Live is happening on the 28th of November 2019 in London, Elstree, and we would love you to join us. So if you want to make 2020 your best year yet, all you need to do right now is go to bestyearstartshere.com forward slash priority. That's bestyearstartshere.com forward slash priority. Register your details and you will be taken through to a place where you can buy your ticket. Now, I give you a little heads up on this we're putting these tickets out in waves and each wave is slightly more expensive than the previous wave so if you want the very best price available you want to go over there head over and book your tickets for you or you and your team right now and nigel and i can't wait to see you in november see you soon your best year starts right here